Hey guys, Fishing Kid here. Before we get started on today's episode, I just want to talk to you about this bait knife from Whisker Seeker Tackle. It's stainless steel, it's got a serrated back, it shouldn't rest on you. I just used it recently to butcher up a carp for a catfish bait, and if you know carp, they got thick bones, thick scales, and this thing powered right on through it. It's only 20 bucks. Go check out whiskerseeker.com. Tell them Fishing Kit sent ya. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I'll see you later. Welcome, welcome to another episode of Beer Fish Fanatics. <laughs> this is Granny with Ma Pop Fishing. We have Kit with the Fishing Kit YouTube channel. And, and Sean with uh, Sake Fishing. There you go. I didn't have to introduce him. So just uh, FYI, everybody, uh, we actually had Sean come back because he was our very first guest. We were just talking about this. Yep, um, yep. You're our very first guest on this uh, very new podcast that we decided to kind of start. And we had no idea what the heck we were getting ourselves into and Sean was gracious enough to be a guest and be our guinea pig <laughs> on the first episode that we did with him. So that was cool, man. Welcome back, dude. Thank you. Yeah, and was, how many episodes ago was that? Oh, shoot, I have to, maybe forty. Yeah, have you 40. done that many? I think. Yeah. Geez. I think by the time this one airs, depend depending oh, on when 50, we air it, fifty-ish. Yeah, it's be it'll be close to fifty. Yeah. Wow. So it's um, yeah, man, it's been almost a full year of episodes yeah. with the. Uh, with Sean, before, right before Sean, so it might actually work out. He might be our one-year an- anniversary. I yeah. don't know. So let me ask you something. So I got the camera like that, Kit. Is that, is that going to show that box? What box? Oh, no. Oh, okay. So, it's just focusing on Sean. Okay. So anybody's listening, um, I, I don't know if you guys saw that or listened to that one episode. There was a box of me going around, that autofocus thing. I forgot to shut off it. Kit, well, that's because so. it was on Zoom, and Zoom just captures whatever is on the, the, on the camera. All right, now you tell me. Um, all right, anyways, guys, uh, this week's episode, once again, we have Coloda uh, Brewing Company. Uh, they actually did a delivery to near my house this week, and they delivered some amazing beer once again. So make sure you guys get a chance to get down there. Uh, this week, we're we're going hardcore because we were a bunch of hop heads this week. We haven't had some good hops in a while, so uh, we're doing the... All right, is it such a much? I hope you guys... I, I hope I, I did that justice, right? Such a much? I Looks would, like it. I would think so. All right, such such a much Indian Pale Ale, uh, IPA. So we're gonna crack this open. Well, I kind of cracked it open on accident previously. It, off, yeah, off I'll, I'll crack one. All right. There. Oh, sounds so crispy. No, right. All right. Cheers. And then <laughs> cheers. Uh, Sean, Sean's going really hardcore. Uh, I made him actually a really, uh, hopefully, a good. What do you call those? Um, old, old fashioned. Old fashioned. You're the one that made it. It's yeah. pretty strong. Such a much. Not bad. Um, so anybody's listening to this episode, if you guys can do us a favor, I, I, I don't think we were, we told anybody on the previous episodes, but if anybody in the Iowa area go to a Hy-Vee, do us a favor. Instead of buying us a beer, buy yourself a beer. Buy a Kelowna Brewing beer and do me a favor. Tag us on a picture. Do a, a selfie if you don't mind. And tag either Fishing Kit on Instagram or Facebook or myself, uh, Ma Pop Fishing. And what I'm going to do is for the first 10 people who do who does that, I'm going to go ahead and send you guys a free Beer Fish Fanatic koozie. Mm, good deal. Cool deal? Awesome. So make sure you guys do that. Uh, like I said, just go buy Kelowna Beer because, you know, they're supporting us. 
And that way we can get you guys a koozie so you guys kind of look cool with the your fisherman hat koozie, man. <laughs> but anyway, so this week, just to kind of give everybody a heads up, this is the first time I think me and uh, Fishing Kit has been recorded together in a while. Since like last summer, I think. Yeah. Well, yeah, I think you might be right. I think so. So we're what we're actually doing is uh, we're actually up in uh, Okaboji, Lake Okaboji, the Iowa Great Lakes up here. And hopefully we're going to attack some fish through the ice. And what better way to attack some fish through the ice than to bring a man who can create amazing ice rods, right? <laughs> I don't know. So Hopefully it helps. Yeah. So, but I, I, I really, um, hopefully we get a chance because, you know, we're all going to be on the lakes in the next couple of days. And hopefully we get an opportunity to catch some good fish. Um, if you guys hear some screaming, oh, by the way, if you guys hear some screaming in the background, don't be alarmed. The girls are my daughters and Saki's daughters. They're just running around upstairs, FYI on that. Um, but like I said, we, we're, hopefully we can get on a good bite. It's coming towards, I don't know when we release this episode, but it's coming towards the end of ice season. And we figured we'd do one last trip. We haven't been up here in, I think, two years. So hopefully we can get on a good ice bite. And, you know, it was kind of cool to have Sean come with us on this trip. And then we're like, you know what? Let's just record. It'd be kind of cool and just kind of pick his brain a little bit. And the good thing is we were asking right offline, how how has build, you know, uh, custom ice rod building been for you this year? Like uh, ups and downs, struggles, successes. Well, I mean, what would you say? Uh, at the beginning of the season, it wasn't too bad. It started out pretty slow. Um, about... A month ago, I just started getting a ton of orders. So I, I did almost twice as much as last year. Uh, so for everybody, I had to wait a long time. Sorry, but just got a, just got a little overwhelmed there. He's uh, he's a one man show. Yeah, and it's it's you know a couple hours every day after work. Uh, not much on the weekends. Try to keep that to the family. So just takes takes a little longer than I would like, but quality guys. It's Don't, a good problem. Yeah, yeah absolutely. It, it, be patient, everybody. You want you want yeah, a please. quality rod. You don't want a rod that's just gonna be like blah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know the K and the B for a Kona brew? Have you noticed that their design logo? Oh, it kind of blends together. It's badass. I'm gonna have to tell them. Did you I notice didn't, that? I didn't. Like, even re- I didn't even notice yeah. that. So you see the K inside there, and you see the B on the outside oh, of it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Hey, props to Kelowna Brewing on that one. That's pretty cool. So you guys got to go look that. That's a pretty cool design of their uh, logo on that. Wow, 7.1%. Don't worry about it. I didn't realize that. Don't worry about it. It's okay. I drink IPA, so... I mean, I should be used to it. Should be. Yeah. What are we fishing for this weekend? Kit? Uh, Everything except for walleyes because walleye season is closed up here. That's right. Oh, forgot about that. Walleye's closed right now. So in the IGLs, I think it's closed in on all of the big lakes. So West, East Okaboji, Spirit, and yeah, <laughs> I think those are the the main lakes. There's like I think there's a there's there's the little lake here. What's it called? Uh, is it Minnewashta or something? Oh, I have no idea. Well, there's like a smaller body of body of water here that I don't think it's closed there, but on all the big lakes it's closed. Hmm. It's probably going to be perch and then yellow bass. Perch, yellow bass, crappies, gills, pumpkin seed. I actually caught one today. Yeah, we fished a little bit before this, uh, Mark and I. Yeah, and just, just you know, before before uh, Sean or Saki Fishing and myself got here, uh, we kind of sent fishing kit and uh, Uncle Mark to my kids. 
to come and scout for us. So they were fishing a little bit earlier because I think everybody knows me by now. I don't have time to go and mm. scout and do all that crap. So I kind of send a, I kind of send the single guys out <laughs> and you know kind of uh, using a use them a little bit in that sense. They understand though. Thanks guys. Yeah. Was so, it like slushy at all? Pretty slushy. Was it? The accesses are getting kind of sloppy. So I mean, there was trucks out on the lake. And I, I had a hot, it took me a while to convince myself to, to, to drive out. I was like, man, dude, I don't know, man. <laughs> then, but after seeing trucks out there and I saw a Jeep, like he, he left and he actually came back. He probably had to go use the restroom or something. Saw some, uh, some brown stuff on the ice. <laughs> Could be dogs. I don't know. Maybe somebody, you know, couldn't hold, uh, yeah, couldn't hold it or, but anyways, the fishing, um, if anyone, if anybody's been uh, following my YouTube channel lately, I've been catching tons of gills through the ice, and I, I tell myself, you know what, um, I'm, I'm, I'm over bluegills, but today, like, I, I had to buy the bluegill bite. <laughs> they were so finicky. Hopefully tomorrow it'll pick up for us. Then I mean, in the morning we're gonna, I think. Oh, this was a question um, that I wanted to ask you on this, anyways, because you guys are talking so clear water through the ice, right? You're saying visibility for the fish to see it was much better. And I was like, so I was asking fishing kit. So what does he recommend would be the best way to attack ice fishing in clearer water? I, um, like the water is super clear here. Uh, we, it's probably over, over 10 feet of clarity cause nine feet you can see through, through to the bottom. And I, uh, I didn't do this, but I'll probably do it for tomorrow, but downsizing. And I remember when we talked to Travis at Stan's Bait and Tackle, you know, he was selling that one pound test line and now it makes so much sense. I, I'm running three pound and I feel like, is my line too thick? Cause the water's so clear and the fish, what they were doing, they just, they were just like swimming up and like staring down our baits, like for like 10, 15 seconds at a time. And then they would just dip. Did you did you buy any one pound? I didn't. Shoot, see, right. shout out I to done that. shout out to Travis. I think we're gonna swing by Stan's Bait Shop. Uh, number one for you for giving us the time to be on our podcast, but number two, I think you might be right. I was gonna I was thinking about that too because you said the clarity that one pound test line it might make a difference. Who knows? Yeah, and they're you know they they got so much time to scrutinize your setup, mm-hmm. and I think I might downsize my tungsten too because we're only fishing less than ten feet of water. Anyways, I don't need a five millimeter tungsten to drop right. super fast cool um john what kind of rod do you recommend us trying to, or to use tomorrow do you uh you know obviously we're gonna go after panfish uh through the ice what are you you know obviously you definitely something with a real soft tip so any of the noodle rods especially the power noodle um if you have an, like an ultralight carbon rod that would work out really well too i mean if, if they're barely gonna touch the bait you want to be, you're going to see it. You're not even going to feel it at all. So you definitely want to, something you can, you can just barely see them. That way you can hook it as soon as they touch it. Cause mm. I mean, if they're going to like, probably going to mouth the bait, they're going to grab it and spit it out. Yeah. So I mean, if they, as soon as they grab it, you know, you want to hook it. So yeah, actually I want to talk about the pumpkin seed that I bought. So there's this fish just hugging tight to the bottom. So uh, my, my uh, tungsten was maybe a, a couple inches above him. He would not pull off the bottom. I literally put that, I put that shit, like right in front of his face. <laughs> I basically fed it to him. Jeez. Like I was working him for so long, you know, putting it above him, raising it, you know, bringing it down. Yeah, it wasn't until I put it like level with his face, and then he bit it. Wow. But I missed it. 
And I'm like, there's no way. If he was that finicky to buy in the first place, mm-hmm. there's no way he's going to bite it again. Did it again. And then he, he bit it. And then I finally got him. And I didn't realize it was pumpkin seed until till I pulled him up. I was like, oh, maybe that's the secret for, for these super finicky bites. Because they, like bluegills, uh, the ones I've been catching all season, is like they... You know, they want it. They right. don't care. Yeah. Like, they'll see it. As soon as they see it, they're rushing up. But these guys, there's just a slow creep. Like, they're creeping up. And then they just stare at it. And then and then they don't want it. Like, it's they were not aggressive. Super finicky. I think, yeah, I think if we downsize our line, probably our jigs. I had a, I had a big spoon down there, like a buckshot spoon. I'm, like, ripping it. Nothing. Huh? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I wonder, did it frustrate you more because, you know, you have live scope so you can actually see them doing that to you? Because, you know, a typical flasher, we just like, we see a, a line and we're just like, it's still there, so there, maybe, you know, whatever. But then with your live scope, you see it looking, 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 and then just boom, bounces. Um, yeah, I mean, it'd still be frustrating with a flasher, but at least with the live scope. I can tell when they, they've turned around. I already know when it's already over. But with the flasher, you know, that line's going to be there. You don't know which way the, the fish is facing. Because uh, like as soon as they give up, like I see them swim up. And if you compare that, compare that to a flasher, you'll just see a line. You know, that line's going to be yeah. there for this, for this <laughs> amount of time. But on the last scope, you know, he's already turned around. He's already, you know, saying see ya. But on the flasher... You still have you still have that line. So. You'll be, be jigging behind the fish for yeah. minutes yeah. and yeah. <laughs> not even know. Yeah, yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you. So, what do you recommend uh, if you're using a tungsten? The size for like a power noodle rod. The reason I ask is sometimes I ask, I, ca- I catch myself too. Sometimes I'd be putting too much weight on the, the you know the mm-hmm. power noodles. Like it just it just limps over. What size tungsten do you recommend for anybody who's, who's pan fishing? If if the rod's left alone the way it is, I'd say three to four millimeter. Okay. Um, but I can cut from the tip end of it and adjust it so you can use a heavier one. It'll be a little less sensitive. So, I mean, it depends on what you want to use. But if, if left alone, three to four is probably what you want to use. So is that something that uh, as somebody who's ordering a custom rod tells you, like, hey, I'm going I'm to be using a four or five millimeter do they tell you? Do Most they of the time, down? they ask or they, they tell me what fish they want to go after, mm-hmm. and then I tell them or I ask them, you know, what what do you want to use? Like, because I mean, you can catch a walleye with a three millimeter jig or an eight ounce spoon, but you're not going to use the same rod for both. So I say, hey, what what you know what bait and, and what jig do you want to use? And then I'll kind of walk them through what the best way to do that would be. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's it's more about what what you're going to use instead of what fish you want to target, mm-hmm. because you go to a, a you know. A small pond with with crappie, you can use a real small jig. But you go to a big lake with a bunch of shad in it, you know that little jig. It's not going to be appetizing to them. They're wanting they're used to eating, you know, bigger shad. So you want a big spoon. Hmm. So I mean, you're not going to want to use the same rod for both both instances. So am I doing it wrong because I'm using a five millimeter with the power noodle? <laughs> That's what I'm asking too. I wouldn't say wrong, but <laughs> it's going to give you a harder time than than hmm. something else would. I mean, because it. When you have a heavier jig, I mean, I'm, I'm sure I know you like to jig, so you'll notice it's kind. Of, you're probably moving the jig and the, or you're moving the rod, and the jig's just kind of sitting there still. Yeah. It's um, I feel like it's like the the limit of the power noodle, like yeah. five millimeter, because I know if I go any bigger, that mm-hmm. that that tip's gonna be like mm-hmm. bent. Right. Yeah. I mean, you can use bigger, but you're not gonna be able to jig a lot. Right. I mean, if you want to jig aggressively, I mean, you throw it up, 
and it's going to fall and you're going to be moving the rod and it's gonna, not going to do anything. Mm. So, I mean, it just depends on t- how, you know, how you're fishing, what you're using. Yeah. So. It's like I got to... I kind of got to rewire myself for this weekend because, you know, I, the reason why I like those five millimeter jigs because you fish them fast, they get down there fast, mm-hmm. but we're only fishing pretty shallow water. Uh, I guess when we get out to, if we get out to deeper water, like 20 feet, then it makes more sense. But in this shallow, clear water bite, yeah, yeah, it just makes sense to downsize. I think uh, tomorrow, yeah, I'm going to have to, now you really got me thinking, I totally forgot about the, the one pound test line until we were th- talking about the clarity earlier today. I was like, oh, I remember Travis was telling See, me. the thing is, when we were there, there was a guy, he asked, do you have any one, any one pound test left? And he's like, yeah, I got some over there. And then uh, I don't know what I was thinking about. I think I was, there was just like this lady there. She was pretty good looking. <laughs> she was with this guy. We know I, you're I don't thinking. Know. Don't <laughs> worry. Yeah, anybody listening or females? Kit is single. I was distracted. Okay, I was distracted. <laughs> he was distracted. But that makes sense now. I think we might have to. If, if we really... Okay, how about this? If we really struggle in the morning bite, I think we should probably at least try or stop by there to buy it and see if it... Well, here here's my thought. Like, if we get on that uh, that twilight hour bite, it probably won't matter as much. But as the day as the day goes on, and cl- you know, clarity right. gets even better, then then we might want to downsize our line. Like you. early morning, it might not be that big of a difference. Okay, but who knows? Try it out. Some you know some things I I think like oh man, no problem. It should work, and then it's like because like uh, with the night fishing. Like, dude, they should just bite anything that you put down there. Just because it's, you know, it's dark, mm-hmm. it's something, they should just attack it. <laughs> that's true. No, that's that's not always the case. Well, we'll see tomorrow. All right, we'll, we'll test the, the theory out, and then hopefully we'll, we'll make Trey, since he's late. We have a buddy coming in, Trey. We'll make him run out and, and go buy the one-pound test line mm. for us if, if, if we need to. Because I don't know what time the bait shop opens. I'm going to guess six, maybe seven, at least seven. So, um, what have you learned this year, man, from building a rod? So do you learn? So my question to you is as a a rod builder, do you learn new every year or something just catches you off guard every um, year? Or, or or what would you say is the, the one thing you learned this year, you know, building rods? I had a lot of people ask if I already had some made. So, I mean, they, they, you know, contacted me, asked if I, you know, said they wanted a custom rod. I said it'd be, you know, four to six weeks. And they were, almost every one of them was like, well, do you have anything available now? So for next year, I definitely need to build up stock, you know, just to let people, you know, pick from if they don't want to wait. Hmm. That's, so that's the people, biggest thing this year. Some people just want one, like, yep. right there now. They're, yep. they're not like, you know, they're not super picky about right. how yep. the guides are and what blend. Yeah, well, most, I guess most the of the people right. that, that want a custom rod, they don't know what they want mm. so i kind of have to talk them through you know what's going to be best for their situation so i mean maybe 10 percent know exactly what they want gotcha. everybody else is just i want a rod so if so. you want so like you could just build like three kind of set rods for like x x and x type of angler you just make mm-hmm. those three and have i don't know five or ten in stock or something right yeah and like i did that with uh johnson bait and tackle I took eight rods up there, and they sold every single one of them. So. There you go. So next year, uh, anybody in the central Iowa, go to Johnson Bait and Tackle. 
get one of those rods. Contact Sean directly if you need to. Um, that's kind of cool, though. I mean, to, to know that you're going to build for next year. So everybody's listening who's wondering, like, I want to get me a sake rod, but I don't want to wait for right. six weeks because he, he hand makes them individually. So just FYI on that. Um, he's going to build some more next year. So hopefully he'll have some in stock instantly and you guys can get some of those. Um, anything else new that you're going to be you doing for whether it's open water, uh, ice season, any, anything else you got coming up that you're thinking of, yeah. of doing or trying out or testing out? I'll definitely be doing more of the open water rods this year. Um, it's a little harder to sell just because, you know, they're more money. But uh, I'm definitely going to try more. Um, I've got a couple guys that are going to be doing uh, bass tournaments. So I'm going to be doing some for them to try out, kind of experiment, see which ones they like best, and then, you know, go that way. So he's saying that until you don't realize the millions of people who listen to this podcast and watch this <laughs> podcast. So just because of that, sake fishing is going to be beyond busy open water now for open water rods. All right? Put us, put us, or test us, hopefully. We'll see. <laughs> I, we'll uh, see. Uh, we, we touched on it a little bit, like me and Sean. I, I want to I wanna open water walleye rod. Because uh, those contests we run every, or that our ongoing contest. Right. Like, Ice fishing, I do all right. Actually, I think I'm in the lead for this month. Uh, humble brag, but <laughs> when, it, when it comes to um, humble brag, well, I, I'm, I'm I'm only missing one species for our contest uh, this month. So, and I got I think I got the biggest crappie, the biggest bass, maybe the biggest bluegill. I think nine inch was the biggest one. So I don't know Jeez. what you had. It could have been mine. I don't remember. I don't remember, but uh. I got a catfish. I'm the only one with a catfish. True. Is everything through the ice? <coughs> yes. This... Yeah, it's it's whatever. Oh, I mean, yeah, it, whatever. It just but... happens to be ice fishing season, but True. you know, admittedly, I'm 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 not quite there when it when it comes to like open water. Mm-hmm. But if I have that that open water walleye rod, mm-hmm. oh, easy. Yeah. <laughs> right. You gotta you gotta check with Jeff though, because he's been catching all his with the the jigs too. So it's double oh. points. Wait, Jeff. In Michigan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. So I'm putting my order in for open water. All right. Rod, FYI. I don't know. Should I go pan? Just, I need I need a, a um, something that can catch a white bass, wiper, and a crappie. I think a medium light. Medium light. Medium I, light, yeah. Yeah, something, one of those. you know, typical walleye. Okay. All I jigging rod. Yeah, that 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 that'd be something I I I'm looking for and, actually. Yeah, then I'm gonna um, and when I put in the order, I'm gonna be like, just go. I want you to design <laughs> it. I don't because I, you know a lot of people always tell you, hey, I want this color, this that. I want mm-hmm. this like. Sometimes I don't think you get a chance to get free reign, and that's kind of so. I I own my pop fishing, and that's kind of thing I I like you doing for my rods that I I sell there is that I want you to do free reign and just go. Right. And try out some different stuff, and he can try out for me. So I'm going to put in the order now because uh, um, I don't have one from Saki in regards to open water. So I'm, uh, I definitely want to put an order on that. Um, anything else you are you going to be doing, do you think, besides open water? Because now you're going to be busiest once people listen and know that you're doing open water now. FYI. I don't know. If, I mean, if, if I'm as busy as you think, I don't know if I will <laughs> be able to do much more. So, <laughs> um, No, probably, I'm probably just you know try and build up stock on the jigs as well cool um probably not gonna do much for custom for those just kind of build what i can and you know like i said it's, it's usually just a couple hours a day so i'll just build like 
10 or 20 a day, just kind of set them off to the side, put them on the website, and then focus more on the rods. Are we going to fly fish this year? I don't know. Are we fly fishing them or what, man? Um, I got still... a fly rod. Yeah, I got I a fly rod. Cause, cause, so, anybody, listen, I, the reason why I'm asking, because uh, I was talking to Kit the other day after we were doing a recording of a podcast. I'm like, I don't know how to fly fish, but it looks cool. <clears throat> But then again, it's just an extra amount of money I have to spend, and then something I have to learn. I already suck at regular fishing. It's it's easy to fly fish. It's really hard to make it look good. Okay. Mm. <laughs> and, and the reason why it's pretty I, easy to get it out there, but you, you don't look right doing it. Because <laughs> and I brought this up because I know so everybody knows that you know uh, Sean here. He he does flies. He he ties his custom flies, and they look pretty and everything. But then the only thing is I don't fly fish, so it's like what the hell, right? <laughs> So I'm thinking about it, but then I'm going to have to convince the boss why am I going to get another sets of stuff. So I think you got to be pretty dedicated to it, like fly fishing, because I got a fly rod. I I took it. I wouldn't say serious, but I was into it for like a year, mm -hmm. and then I haven't touched that fly rod about in like same two years. I did, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> All right, but All right. I do. If I could start targeting like white bass and wipers on the fly, okay. I think that's that's what would really really get me back into it. Uh, bluegills might be alright, crappies, but see the bad thing there too is like you know you're after you're going you know different fish, you're using different size baits, you're going to have to use different size fly rods. Yeah, yeah, that's so. the thing. So I think if I had, well, I got like a five weight. I think that should be okay for like white bass and stuff. It's it's pretty good all around. I mean. Yeah, it's I've caught like five pound bass on a five weight, and it's it's a pretty good fight. See, I think so wipers might be a little much. <laughs> yeah, I'd probably have to upgrade for for wipers. How about we do this, Mark? So we have Mark, our friend, on the side here. <laughs> uh, you, I get into fly fishing. You get into fly fishing, and we, we'll we'll do a bet donkey kicks. Oh, speaking <laughs> of donkey kicks, oh my god, <laughs> we're recording. We'll, we'll we'll do it in the second part. If we don't do it, you got to pay up, man. Uh, you're going to have to. Ed, Ed, Ed Brown made me make sure that I remembered that. You have, you, you got to pay up, bro. Ed, Ed, you know, I appreciate your support <laughs> watching like every video that I post. But shh. So before the end of uh, this episode, I think, I think, I think, I think Fishing Kids should do uh, a donkey kick or two. You might, you might have to uh, remind me. Or maybe our audience is like, why, why do I have to do donkey kicks? I, I, I don't really remember. Come on. Well, number number one, he spilled that beer when he cracked open, and he spilled it, and we're like, that's a penalty. Remember? that? Was, oh. I think that was, that was like episode maybe 10 into our podcast. So, well, you know what? On this podcast, post that link to that. What? Uh, <laughs> did I try? Is that? Is no. That? You, you, remember mm. you were trying to crack it open with another uh, Gatorade bottle. <laughs> that was the stupid episode oh. that you were like was so that cool. before was that before I had Trey's little uh, yes, janky no we had janky opener we, 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 no yeah yeah Trey, Trey even Trey admits it, like, it's kind of eh, it's kind of janky still didn't get one it didn't work I still didn't get one so if you guys are wondering I still didn't get one alright anyways I remember now so that that was one so I think that I think that was like two two donkey kicks we, have, we might have to somebody might want to fact check on me but that's two donkey kicks and then I think you're supposed to do donkey kicks because you hit 1,000 subs, bro. No, that was the bear slam. Or the shotgun. Was it? I didn't see a shotgun. Did you see a shotgun? I didn't see it. I didn't see it. 
Man, uh, uh, I'll, I'll post the link. <laughs> I'll post uh, the link. So, so FYI, I'm just saying, I, I, I didn't see it. It's on my Facebook. So I, I think he should at least owe pay up on the donkey kicks by the end of the episode today. Because my, my friend Bo, he, um, he has a thing with shotguns. For some dang reason, granted, he's, you know, he's a 30-some-year-old dude. He's not like a college guy. You know, uh, shotguns is a college thing <laughs> but he he i guess he's young at heart that's why he still likes doing shotguns <laughs> and we were out fishing he's like you want a shotgun I'm like oh no not really sean <laughs> well, did you see it no I sean, sean, sean did you see it? it's on the fishing kit page I, I haven't seen it was that the one with uh spencer, spencer and Corey? okay yeah, yeah i did see that sean yeah because yeah, everyone laughed because you're the last one yeah, I, I was last place, but I did it. All right. Well, you know what? He I'll did. post the link. Okay. I'll post the link. All right. He's going to have to post the link for that, but then he's going to have to. You got to at least do the, the donkey kicks today. Sure. Come on. Sure. Before sure. the end of the episode. Sure. It might hurt myself. You know, alcohol is involved. Yeah. <laughs> Spearfish for next for a reason, man. <laughs> so, all right. But you got to. Oh, man. Yeah. So, anyone, if you're listening, make sure. Uh, go check out that one episode. It was kind of cool to see him try crack a beer with a Powerade bottle, and yeah, he decided to not do it very. Oh, well. it was a it was a short neck bottle. I here, remember. Here we go. I Big excuse. Here we go. <laughs> it was a short neck bottle, so the leverage is a little weird. So if it was a long neck bottle, boop, no problem. But uh, I had to take a little break because uh, I'm grabbing another beer because I'm. Hardcore thirsty, thirsty, thirsty. Um, all right, anyways, back to my uh, and, and, and what before that, cheers, Kelowna Brewing, cheers, cheers, guys, cheers, cheers, Mark, cheers, yeah, Mark, Don't Mark, get Mark over Mark's there. lurking in the background, yeah, go for it, good stuff. All right, so sorry, didn't mean to interrupt you, kid, go ahead. All right, uh, anyways, <clears throat> back to the reason why uh, my uh, beer opening kind of failed, it's uh. So it was, uh, I think it was an exile or something. Uh, anyways, it, they got a, those bottles where it's got the short neck. So it's... It, it, peace, tree. peace tree. Peace tree. Peace Sorry. Tree. Excuse me. Sorry. Excuse me. Wrong brewery. Wrong brewery. They, they, might, they might get pissed off. But <laughs> it's, it's all right. It's okay. They don't sponsor us. So exactly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we still love your beer. Don't get me wrong. But yeah. <laughs> all right. But anyways, they got the, the short bottle next. So, you know, it makes it a little tricky trying to... Mind you, I'm not using a... Bear opener. I'm using a. It was Under Armour. No, not Under Armour. <laughs> Dude, he's using underwear to open up his beer. Body oh, armor. No wonder. Body armor. So I popped it open, and you know things got a little slippery, and I dropped the bottle on my floor, and I had to clean it up. And then I don't know whose idea it was, but probably not mine to do donkey kick as a as a <laughs> oh, penalty. It was, oh, it's mine. Don't as a penalty. Man. I'll accept that. <laughs> I remember it now. He's, he's got to do it today. So, and I, I guess I'm paying it up today. Yeah. Hopefully. Before before we end this episode. And if, if I end this episode without him doing donkey kicks, Sean's going to have to drink beer because that means he didn't remind me <laughs> in time before the end of the I'll episode. have to record it offline and post the link. Yeah. If that's the case. Um, but let's talk about this weekend, guys. So, um, as I was mentioning, we're, we're up here at the IGLs, which is the Iowa Great Lakes. And in case anybody's wondering, we, we live in central Iowa. It's uh, approximately about three, three and a half hours away from central Iowa. It's north, uh, west of us. And the cool thing about this spot is it's really accessible for a lot of people. When I say a lot of people, people in Minnesota, 
people in South Dakota, people in Iowa, people in Nebraska. It's the coolest spot, in my opinion. Um, it's called the Iowa Great Lakes and multi-species in all these lakes. And we, we did the episode, like I said, with Travis, the owner of Stan's Bait Shop. And we're going to try and see what we can attack through the ice here. So with that, what's our game plan? We were talking about offline a little bit. Sean, what, what's your game plan for tomorrow? What, we'll, we'll start with you, and then we'll go to uh, Fishing Kit. What, what, what are you going to attack tomorrow? Uh, what species? What are you going to use? What do you recommend? What are you thinking? What are you doing? Well, after hearing what Kit said, uh, I'd like to go after perch. <clears throat> I'm not sure how they were in, your, in the area you went today. Um, we pushed out deeper. In a, we fished Smith's Bay. Uh, we started out shallow, like super shallow, maybe six feet or something. And we weren't catching fish, so I heard that uh, you know people were catching yellow bass in, in Smith's Bay. I'm thinking we need to push out towards the basin. Uh, I feel like yellow bass is kind of like a basin bite right now. So we pushed out there. Hold on. Before you go, can you explain? Because there's a lot of people who wonder, what's a basin? A basin is like the big flat part of a lake. So, you know, you let's say your, your shoreline is going to drop off. Uh, yeah, yeah, the shoreline's gonna drop off from the, from like, let's say, cause there's houses all around the lake. Mm-hmm. So that, that shoreline's gonna drop off until it basically kind of flattens out to like a big basin, for lack of a better word. <laughs> like a big mud flat, basically. Yeah, yeah. Hey, anybody listen to this? Is what it is. I mean, the, the, it's the, the, re- the reason, the <laughs> reason behind my uh, thinking is, because when we were up here a few years ago, it was a basin bite on East Okaboji for yellow bass. So we mm-hmm. set up like right next to this this slope from uh, I think it was in like twenty some feet. Basically, where 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 it stops dropping off, so where mm-hmm. it kind of levels out. That's the basin. Uh, so that was that was my thinking behind uh, that move, and we found some perch out there. Mark caught like what two? Yeah, and they were like super tight on the on the bottom again yeah there was tons of perch i didn't catch any they're like super tight to the bottom uh we didn't see any yellow bass so then we decided to move back shallow and that's where we found the um the bluegills mark caught a crappie caught a uh, pumpkin seed but uh i watched travis's video um so i think big spirits the place to go for perch but they're they're not advising truck traffic because the accesses are getting pretty bad. I guess a, a truck, you know, one of the rear rear wheels like broke through or something. Mm-hmm. And in, in the video he posted too, there's you know just open water right after access. And he was saying if they wanna if people wanna prolong the ice season, you know they gotta preserve the accesses. So he's saying you know don't drive your trucks on there. I guess I guess if you have a four wheeler or snowmobile maybe or walk. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, uh, in Big Spirit, it's usually a basin bite. So how far is that walk? I feel like it's like a mile because we <laughs> did it once, uh, two seasons ago. We did it, and uh, after seeing like trucks <laughs> and ice castles and stuff out there, like all right, we're driving. Because <laughs> after that walk back, like, oh dude, like we should just drove. Yeah, we'll have snowmobiles tomorrow though. Oh, is Trey bringing them? Mm-hmm. Wow, thanks for. Telling us, we could have used that last week. We probably could have won <laughs> yellow bass bonanza. I'm just saying. So, do we want to target yellow bass or perch? I'm not butter or anything. 
I don't know. Because I kind of feel like, you know, we got to pick a lake, and each lake is kind of specialized. I'd rather catch perch than yellow bass. Yeah. I know the yellow bass aren't as big out here. Right. At least they weren't two years ago when we were here. But if you get... Well... That and I, I want to catch a big perch. How's the good? Still had that. How's the perch size? It was pretty good. Uh, right. Like uh, Travis's video from this morning, nine nine inches. They were pretty good. Okay. They were pretty good. Okay. So hey, I whatever whatever. I'm not picky, man. Everybody knows I'm not the greatest fisherman. As long as some my pole moves, I'm happy, bro. <laughs> so you guys lead the way. So I'm I'm with these two gentlemen that are gonna be able to take us. We have another gentleman that's bringing the snowmobiles. Um, that we're you know, fishing kid and I was hoping to have last week for the yellow bass banana. That's okay. It sucks. If we had snowmobiles, we probably would have caught three <laughs> yellow bass, and then we would have lost out on the two hundred dollars for the smallest well, weigh-in. We could have. Oh, okay. True. Oh, you know what? We we want to talk about uh, this podcast. We didn't get a chance to do a podcast when we were up there at uh, Clear Lake because we actually did the yellow bass bonanza, mm. and the thing was. We placed. We didn't place very high. No, we cashed we, the check. That's what's we, important. We cashed the check. We cashed a check at 46th place. <laughs> All right? And what that means, we beat half the teams because there was, over, there was almost 90 teams in it. Yeah, it was like 88 teams yeah, or yeah. something, I think. And we weighed in, and that was the greatest thing. But we weighed in one fish, and it was the smallest fish. But... On top of that, it was caught with a sake fishing rod. So, due to his rod, we caught the smallest fish <laughs> in the tournament. But, we actually won money. Yeah, well, see, the thing is, there was a team that weighed in two fish. And their one fish, If let's say, hypothetically, if they threw back one of those fish, it would have been smaller than our fish. So if they just yeah. kept that one fish yeah. and weighed it in, they would have won the small weigh in. But they weighed in the two. So 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 we won the consolation prize of the worst best what is it? Or the best worst fishing squad. Yeah. So right. but like nobody's gonna go into a tournament throwing fish away hoping to win the <laughs> win the smallest weigh in. We just did it by default, <laughs> true. Luck. Very, yeah. very, very true. We just did it by default. But I don't think I would have caught that. I didn't have the sake rod. I'm just saying, man. If I didn't have the sake fishing rod, I'd be like, it was, it was, it was a very finicky bite. So everybody was wondering. We went, we fished in the Yellow Bass Bonanza up there in Clear Lake. This thing was temperature wise, uh, approximately about minus 20 to 25 degrees. And we had wind chill factor of minus 39. I checked up, was it 40? 40, 40, holy crap. So it was over 40, minus 40 in regards to wind chill factor. It was brutal. Uh, fishing kit and myself fishing this tournament, and we tried for 10 to 15 minutes to, to whole hop. And this is the thing, when, when, when uh, the yellow bass bonanza, you have to whole hop to, to be successful. And we tried for 10, 15 minutes. It was brutal. <laughs> We're like, hey, <laughs> yellow bass ain't biting. I think we should just stay inside the tent. And this is the crazy thing. We're inside the tent with the heater on and our lines was still freezing. Yeah. We did we had we did have a pretty good draft in our tent though. But True. I think even then yeah. I don't think there's much we could have done. Oh yeah. 
I just want because so people know I got life scope. Like, oh, you got life scope, and you guys only caught one fish. Oh, did, this is for those people. Did you get hated on a little bit? No. Uh, somebody made a comment. <laughs> uh, actually, it was my buddy Jason, so it's all right. I mean, I guess it doesn't matter if it was my buddy or not. But uh, uh, yes, I had life scope, and he's like, "What? You have life scope, and you guys didn't win?" I, I'm pretty sure the winning teams had life scope too. Very true. But what I noticed, the other life scope teams. They also ran flashers. I don't have that. And it's hard to be mobile if you have just the life scope. Because, mm. like, hole hopping sucks if you're just lugging around the life scope. Because mm-hmm. that thing takes up so much room in your hole. You know, you got to drill at least two holes. I mean, if you want to be, I guess, efficient. <clears throat> I don't know. Would that be efficient? You're drilling two holes. It's, a, it's not. It's not, it, it's not, it's not right. efficient. It's not efficient. No. You're right. So I think what they were doing is they would just put the live scope as like the uh, the home base and mm-hmm. kind of pan around and then drill around with a flasher. See that's see that's the difference between what I was doing and even those guys next to us. They had a live scope, yeah. but they were also running flashers in tandem with that live scope. Yeah. See, instead of just using the live scope to try to move around, it's it's so clunky and yeah. uh, awkward. That's what people don't realize. When the live scope is, is an amazing technology, but it's like 25, 30 pounds, you think? It's My setup's like 24 pounds. So, people, yeah, it, it feels freaking. It's a, it's a big machine. But no, Fishing Kids, right. That's how we, we saw them. We're like, ah, that's how they work. You know, yeah. But using a live scope with that flasher. You know, live scope's already expensive. Then you got a. Let's say, let's say you're running. A, I think they probably had like FLX twenty eight, yeah, which is like six, seven, seven, eight hundred dollars. Yeah, mm-hmm. on top of that, so I'm I'm just a casual. Actually, my first tournament ever. If I was like a serious tournament angler or something, I could see myself doing it, but I don't know. I don't know if I could sink sink that much money, yeah. you know, to get a flasher alongside live scope. So um, I think next year. We gotta get we gotta get fish uh, Saki up there. I'm calling it right now. We're we're gonna get him up there. Whether you fishing in or not, at least be part of it. Uh, you know the cool thing. I'm not gonna lie. It, 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 I wish they were kind of recording because I think fishing kit and myself was probably the most excited team. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you guys, I, I kid you guys not. Nobody was super excited at all. Winning money here and left winning prizes. Me and him went berserk. Yeah. Winning forty six place. It was like we. It was like we won the tournament. That's how excited we were. Yeah, and we're like, how come nobody else is as excited as us, man? I swear to God, I'm like, I don't know, man. All, all I know is that we were super excited. We're like, holy crap! Yeah, I was forty six. It's it's that meme where the guy's like shaking a champagne bottle and like celebrating. He's like way at the bottom. Yeah, it's like exactly what it is. Like the guy that didn't win is the most excited dude. And, like, the top three teams was like, uh, yay, slow clap for themselves. Yeah. No, I, I think I'm going to do some tournaments next year. I already talked with one guy. I think I got a, a partner that we're going to do some. So. Yeah. Yeah, like, the, the guy that won the ATV, you know. Yeah. That they, they, he was like, like, even Kevin Paul was like, you know, be excited. Yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, the guys that won the ATV, they actually won the, like, the Sportsman Award also. Yeah. I think it's karma. Yeah. That's good. That's great karma. That is good karma. Yeah. Like so, yeah. these guys, they uh, the the YBB, they they handed out an award for like sportsman, sportsmanship. 
like uh, these guys, uh, they helped this other team that had problems with the auger. Mm-hmm. Was it? Or yeah, it was the auger. They, yeah, they lent the out a whole yeah, they, another team their auger. That was pretty yeah, cool. They, yeah, they lent out their auger to another team. You know, so then when it came to draw the ATV, you know, they won that ATV. And the guy's kind of like, yeah, eh. cool. And then Kevin's <laughs> like, show some excitement. Come on. You just won like a couple thousand dollar machine there. But, but um, yeah. you know, we, we've never been a part of the Yellow Bass Bonanza. And then, like I said, quick shout out to Kevin Paul. I mean, he runs a pretty cool tournament and everything up there. Clear Lake. And on top of that, he was on our podcast. Make sure you guys go listen to that. Get the opportunity. Um, he gave some great <clears throat> tips and everything up there in Clear Lake. But... If you've never been a part of the Yellow Bass Bonanza, it, it's not, I, I don't know if it's run like any other tournament. It's so cool. Uh, when I say that, it's because you don't have to be in a top 10 to win prizes or win money there. We yeah. got 46th place and we won $200. Yeah, we, we did the bad. worst out of all the teams that yeah. weighed in. <laughs> and, and then on top of that, they were so many giveaways, and, and this is the, a quick shout-out, like I said, to, to Kevin Paul and, and the rest of them that are running that organization, running that tournament. It was like, they have so many like different raffles when they're giving away the prizes at the end, and then they were just giving money away at the end to, like, this person donated this to 30th position or whatever, or 110th position. You know what I'm saying? They were just giving away stuff so that people you have a chance to win something. And that was so cool. And then um, I think my brother-in-laws from Denver are going to – I think they're – I'm going to hold them to this because they told me, like, yeah, I'm thinking about it. They, I'm going to hold them to this that they're going to come next year. Oh, yeah, yeah. The the team that – there was a, an award for the team that came in from, from the farthest distance. Yep. Uh, some guys from Omaha, I think. Nice. Lincoln, Lincoln. Lincoln, Lincoln, yeah. yeah. So they won – what was it, 200 bucks just for a prize uh, uh one of those caddies or whatever what was it you know well, what I'm they, yeah they, they got a prize just but, for coming from the yeah. furthest distance and that's why i was saying like this tournament it was it's so cool to see that and I, I like the way they set that up is that it's not technically yes you want to win it's great but at the end of the day it was just like everybody got together and yeah. just you know and they were just giving away prizes and gifts and it was so cool it's like Sucked that it was minus freaking 40 windshield because everybody, like, we were outside. <sighs> Come on. But at the end of the day, it was like, it's a pretty cool tournament. It was, it was a great experience for, I, I think you had a good experience for your first tournament ever. Yeah, yeah. See, like, the thing was, like, I heard about the raffles, and, and I'm thinking, like, okay, we got to buy into these raffles. But that's not the case. Just being in the I tournament know. puts you in those raffles. Uh-huh. I was like, whoa, no. It was like, uh, we. We get to be in the raffles just for being in the tournament. Like, we don't have to pay extra to be in, like, the raffle for an ATV. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, uh, our buddy Tay-Tay, Tay-Tay just showed up. Yeah. <laughs> so, so, we're about to... Um, you, uh, no, we got some time, but I think I, th- I think I, I didn't forget. I think you still need to do your donkey cake before the end. <laughs> um, I'm pretty sure there's, like, some more important stuff we need to talk to. All right. So, or, I mean, talk about. All right. The, the last most important thing I, w- I would have to say is... Um, Sean, so awesome to have you. You know, this is the cool thing is that we started this podcast. We had no idea where we were going to take it. We had no idea where this was going to go and how it was going to grow. And, you know, he came and he jumped on our podcast, what, the first freaking guest? Yeah, first, our first guest. First guest. Now our 50th oh, it's gotta be episode in. Our 50, you want to make him 50? We 
Make it 50. I think it'd be right at 50. We're, I think f- the next episode is 44. Yeah. So we'll make it 50. We'll make it 50. We're, uh, we're about be, that far out. It might be springtime. So, so if you guys are listening to this, we're ice fishing. <laughs> we're not ice fishing. <laughs> so <laughs> FYI, we're ice fishing, but we're not ice fishing. But the, but, by the time this uploads, yeah. we're, we're not going to be ice fishing. No, Actually, yeah. This might be my last weekend of ice fishing, yeah. honestly. Yeah, it's supposed to be 50s next yep. week. I think we're done. No, honestly, I think you're right. And then uh, we'll talk about that though on our next podcast. Stay tuned because I think um, I want I have I have some cool ideas. You'll see. Um, but yeah, no, I I, I just like I want to thank you know Sean for being the first guest and everything. That was pretty badass of you and giving us the opportunity to talk, drink beer, and talk fishing. And who knew it was gonna blow up the way it was gonna it, that it's supposedly blown up. I don't know. <laughs> One point we had two listeners. It was awesome. <laughs> Love you, Ed. <laughs> you reminded you reminded kid he's got to do his fishing, you know, his uh, yeah. uh, donkey kicks. But um, it was cool. Like I said, though, it was cool to have you back here. You know, I guess it's almost a one year reunion. Almost, almost, almost one, year. one year. So it's kind of cool to have you. But how can everybody get a or anything else that you got coming on, or what are you gonna do, or or, or what what is it that you want sake fishing to be in the next? One, two, three, four, five years. What do you want to be, man? What do you want to do? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I used to think about it, like, how big I want to go, but I think I'm just going to take it one step at a time. Just kind of go with the flow. Cool. I'm not going to get too into it. Just, it is what it is. If it gets bigger, then I'll adapt to it. If not, then I'm going to But he's doing off. open rods, <laughs> and he's got my order in, bitches. <laughs> so so if, if our audience wants to get a hold of you, how can you do that? Facebook's probably the easiest. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, uh, um, like who? Who did they message? Yeah, man, you can't just write. <laughs> hey, just hey, contact me on uh, uh, Facebook, guys. Just uh, message uh, me. Yeah, message, message me through my page, Sake yeah. Fishing LLC, or directly um, on my on my private page. Uh, Facebook's kind of weird. If you go through the page, it doesn't notify me until I I check the page. Oh, dude, I know I, yeah, exactly what you're talking about. Because like we'll talk to each other, but like, dude, like I. Like uh, I'm trying to tag you, but I can't tag you. Yeah, then, yeah. Like I messaged you on the page. He's like, I never got it. Like yeah, oh. I have to go and look, and then refresh it, and then to go and look. Yeah, and yeah. So we're gonna have to get somebody who works at Facebook or something, because that's the bullshit. No, you're right. You're one thousand percent right. Like you can never figure that out. But in that case, go go to Sock Fishing's Facebook page, yep. uh, Instagram. Um, you put all the links. Yeah, I'll, I'll post. Yeah. I'll post all these cool. links. Don't worry, Sean. <laughs> and, then, and then on top of that, um, make sure it says www.sakifishing.com, right? <laughs> yep. See, so go check it. Go check out his website. It, you know what? Like I say, he's truly, truly, truly uh, badass in regards to his um, ice rods. You guys gotta go really check it out. Um, I think there's a reason why I got three and gonna be four of his rods in my case. Um, Truly do believe in regards to his his, his quality craftsmanship and shit like that because I actually catch fish here and there. So hey, I don't give anything what anybody says. We won two hundred dollars at the Yellow Bass Bonanza due to sake fishing rods. Yeah, Grandy so, came in clutch, caught that one little <laughs> one that mattered. Hey, doesn't matter, man. Uh, but other than that, like I say, go check out his guys, uh, check out his stuff, and then he's gonna do open water this year, right? Yep. So check that out. Other than that. Donkey kicks, man. Let's get it in, oh man. Before I, come God. on, I, come on, man. Gotta get it Jesus. in. Fishing kids, gotta get his donkey kicks. We had to, to wait till Trey got here. Yep. Trey is here. Oh my God. <coughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. I, I, I'm gonna get the camera. 
We gotta get this going. You got. Hey, how many we say? What do we do? One drink, one kick, one drink, one kick. (laughs) I think we said like what, what, five donkeys? I thought it was just two. All right, okay. (laughs) I may have added a few. No, we said one. And it just slowly goes. All right, just so everybody can see or listening. If you're listening to the podcast, uh, Fishing Kid's about to do some of our stuff over here. here. We'll go over here. You see, he's going to an open area. And come over here, Gords. Oh, hold on. Am I taking the? No, I can't. No, you're good. I can see you. Okay. I can see you. Just two, right? I can see him. Hey, you got. I want to see extension because we 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 made Trey do extension. I can learn a thing from this guy. That's true. You you want to show him real quick, Trey? How do you do? How do you do a donkey kick? All the ice, actually. Oh, Jesus. That was a great donkey kick. Yeah. So, so you gotta do pretty impressive. So, fishing kit's gonna be doing too. He set the bar kind of high. I don't know if I can do it that high. All right. There we go. There we go. Don't look at me. Oh, sorry. All right. Finally paying up his donkey kick. Oh, no way. No, no way. Hey. We are not allowed. No way we're allowed that. Are we really allowed that? No way. No way. That's a frog. That's a, yeah. I don't want to buzz my face. We're not not a frog. Come on. Alright, with that, and you know what? Hey. Props. Props. What's what's the what's the hashtag? Hashtag FYP. Hashtag FYP. So uh, at the end of that, and thanks for uh, paying up. Cheers, brother. Cheers. Cheers. Thank you so much, Sean, for joining us. And until next time, guys. That wasn't.